I, I feel like I... <clears throat> I'm maintaining the status quo at this point. Okay. I definitely feel like I have to just, I just need to keep breathing to the... Just keep swimming? Mm-hmm. Yep, until I get through wrestling. <laughs> I was thinking of calling this one body recovery, <laughs> just because people would be like, what the what? <laughs> <clears throat> and that maybe they'd listen, but um, yeah, I don't know. Rescuing my body, body rescue, body recovery, haven't haven't decided. <laughs> Something in our forties, yeah. Fit and flabby, <laughs> fit, fit and, and flabby, flabby. <laughs> flabulous in our forties. <laughs> that was all feel real. Oh, I'm just kidding. All the things. <laughs> Actually, it was so. I think what what precipitated me save wanting- the whales. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Beached whale. I occasionally tell my husband, I'm sorry, I feel like a beached whale, but was... yeah, but he'll go, but you're my beached whale. Oh my gosh. That yeah. would... <laughs> That's very sweet, but not no. really. <laughs> but the way he says it, I told, he's just playing off of my playing. That's so cute. Yeah. It's okay. okay. I can handle it. <laughs> um, yeah. So when did, it's been three months. <laughs> He's dying. You're about to spill your foppy on your oh, pants. That would be sad. Yeah. Okay. That would turn that laughter to tears. Yes. Um, okay. It's been about three months since I had a hysterectomy. She and before that, she I lost, lost her hyster. hyster. It's gone. <laughs> Peace out, hyster. Only one of yeah. us still has our histers in this room. Hallelujah. Do you know, I, I'm, I'm mad about that. I think I'm mad about that, that, man. Hister. It's a little bit, I've been having a little bit of sadness. Like the the idea that I can't have another child is weird. It is weird. I went through that phase too. If that makes I'm you feel better, I'm still here. Like three months later, and I'm kind of well, like I've been three if years. I got preggers at forty six. Girls, oh, yeah, no. I no, guess they just have to go it's along just, for the ride, no, man. I think it for for what it is, it's the. Well, I'm I a think little sentimental. It's where I had both my babies. They lived there. Did you get to look at it? No. I would ask to have seen it. I saw pictures of I saw pictures of it and I saw pictures after it was gone and it's mm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm 3 years out. I'm just saying that that's a I think it's normal because as women, we identify a lot of who we are, what makes us women and different <clears throat> from men. <clears throat> is that we have a uterus Mm -hmm. and we grow humans. And so there is something weird about that fact that like, even though I don't want to, that that I can't. It's just strange. But she did want to. You did want to a while back. You thought you were preggers quite recently. Remember that story? (laughs) Yes. And I was like, you're not One of my friends, it was when I, I, right before I started hemorrhaging badly, I had a couple months where I wasn't bleeding at all. Sorry, everybody. And... One of my friends convinced me without a shadow of a doubt that I was pregnant and that I needed to take and a pregnancy test. And I rolled test. up when you got the pregnancy test. And I was like, for the love. Oh, yeah. my, you're not pregnant. You're yeah, not Amber pregnant. had just gotten here when I had just peed on the stick. And she was burst into vigorous laughter. <laughs> I was like, she's, well, because. She's you're like, in- you're insane. And I was just like, I, she really thought that I probably was pregnant. You have whatever that is where you can, like, almost like a hypochondriac, like you can convince yourself like your placebo My effect, placebo effect. Is in so like she was like I'm well, pregnant and I was like you're not hyperdrive yeah that pregnant. is where my placebo my powerful placebo didn't was not able to make myself pregnant yeah it was yeah. like I have done many other ridiculous things thinking that I was in fact already getting sedated and yes wasn't 
and other such things, but you cannot placebo yourself to be pregnant. No. Uh, in so, yes. But okay, ways. let's get back on track. So, well, anyway, three months. So, three, so yeah. So, I, going through a little bit of, in real time, going through a little bit of a not mourning, just a sentimentalness where I'm just like, oh, it's a little bit weird. Plus, what precipitated <coughs> this particular podcast was the fact that months later, after I had my hysterectomy, everything that was in my mm. inner plural space <laughs> fell down. <laughs> it way down, way downer than it ever was before. And I never have ever had chiseled abs ever. But now I have even less than not chiseled abs. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm guess not that a- makes sense, right? Stuff moves around if you don't have a yeah. thingy there. It, yeah. Everything fell. Wow. Everything <laughs> fell into the hole. I don't think it's true. <laughs> I don't think- She's it not a medical true. expert, people. My <laughs> doctor <laughs> said that the stuff falls My down. heart is now no, in my I- groin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my heart fell and it's beating down here. <laughs> in my belly button. In my belly. <gasps> no. It's true, guys. Okay, the parts of you that can fall down a little bit, though, is your bladder. Yes. Thank oh. you very much, which can actually fall down so far that it starts to prolapse. Uh, please, and then I would Lord, have to no, have never, a whole nother please. surgery. Thank you very tacky. much. You're, she's not a medical doctor either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fall down. It just shifts. It's like. Do you feel fall, like your bladder shifted? I feel like things fell way down. Okay. So that's the problem. And now Placebo. my little, what used to be a muffin top that I was okay with because it was just fat is now a muffin top because there's actual organs in there. <laughs> <laughs> People, she does not have a muffin top. Guys, of you want to see my muffin top of organs? Yeah. <laughs> Look, here's my letter. <laughs> I don't Why know why you're laughing. This is actual truth. This is science. So this is science. Okay, I'm okay. going to back this up with some facts. Okay. Facts. We're ready for them. I did not have that paunch before I had a hysterectomy, and now I do. And now I'm not okay with it, and I'm actively working on rescuing my body. Yes. And that's what this podcast is about. Way to and bring us back. And I have a lot back. of things that I'm doing to rescue my body. Okay, let's talk about how we're rescuing our bodies yeah. in our 40s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ordered, I've started following this chick on TikTok who looks kind of like how I would imagine I would look if I spent eight hours a day in the oh, gym. Geez. And so I'm following her for some ideas. Okay. And I bought some kettleballs, little ones. Mm-hmm. I, I saw love them, them downstairs. I did too. Yeah. They're expensive. Those are for me. Mm-hmm. Kurt found a deal on Amazon or something. Of course he did, yeah, Kurt. Yeah. And I don't like the primary colors, so we're spraying, spray oh, painting them black. My word. <clears throat> well, he <laughs> texted me a picture of them. I was gone at a time at a basketball game. And I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, I'm not loving the primary colors. And he's like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I'll spray paint them black. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, well, the Jewel cute girl, ground, the girl. cute girl in the TikTok did not have, they were all black. And I can't carry a kettleball that has yellow five on it. Because that just, that's not the vibe. Me. That's not the not vibe. It's mm-hmm. not the vibe. Okay. And should I become an expert kettleball lifter? <laughs> I don't want that in my. Kettleball lifter influencer. I'm just kidding. I, I mean, I'm not kidding about <laughs> no, all that. That really not. happened. She's totally going to do that. I'm just that kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> 
You're kidding about being a professional kettlebell. Coach. Yes. Oh, okay. That we, all know that. we all know that. Yesterday I did a few rounds of like lifting them around in circles, which she does to try to get your abs. And I was just like, oh, yes, 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 yes. And after a few rounds, I was like, okay, I think I'm good. <laughs> I was going to say, you do make sure you do it right. Make sure you do it. I'm doing you it could, right. like, really hurt your shoulders. You could really... <laughs> And that's my concern. I feel concerned. <laughs> I did a few rounds of like flinging them around First my head. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's right. Oh, wait. <laughs> I want a YouTube video of this. And now I need more surgery. I yeah. big text, girls, I hit myself in the head really hard. And now I'm going to the ER. <laughs> that might actually happen. I could totally see dropping. If I go for the 15 pounder and dropping it on my head when I'm doing this, I just feel me in. I feel nervous. I'm stressed. I'm really, I'm my arm <laughs> <laughs> just started sweating. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, let's I'm this back in. <laughs> I'm not making this part up. I really did. Look, everything's in the red now, and I have to take it down. All What's that mean? Bit. Why? It means we're so laughing. loud that oh, I'm going to have to I'm go sorry. in and like bring the... No, it's fine. It okay. happens every single time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it does. <laughs> uh, the point is, is that I'm taking active steps to try to... I'm not just... I'm not happy with my body. But. I'm not, and something happened because directly because of surgery, and I and I can actually. So I did research. I did some research about having hysterectomies and what can happen to your paunch, as it's called. <laughs> I was like, like a kangaroo? <laughs> that's a pouch. Oh. <laughs> It makes me think of a kangaroo in th- either way because yeah. it just it's like this lovely little round area and I'm just like that that wasn't there before. <laughs> I got a new one too. After yeah, I don't want a history. Too. Never mind. Yeah. I don't want one. I'll take the blood. Oh, take the blood. Bleeding. Oh, bleeding. Well, uh, okay. Let's talk I was about actually this. bleeding I to death. We yeah. were both bleeding. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, obviously, I don't think that. But yeah. I think. Keep going. Yes. No, carry so on. Yes. Very I, good. I did the research and I realized. This is going to take some work. And yes. I don't, and I think the point of this, the whole rescuing the body, it's not easy to rescue anything, right? You got to. Yes, yeah, so good. Okay. <laughs> so you've got to have a plan and you've got to execute in order to save whatever it is you're trying to save. And we are in our 40s and metabolism is a thing. Yes. I don't have a metabolism. That's what I'm saying. Anymore. Like it, when At I hit all. 40, my I changed. Yes, everything changed mm-hmm. for me. Everything so. changed for me. I would say my, yeah, my change points, and, and keep in mind that they get. Worse and worse as the number gets higher. So it's like, I remember 25, I couldn't eat uh, Swiss cake rolls anymore. 30, I couldn't eat anything without having like results. I was like putting on weight. 30 was a marked year. 35, it's in fives. 40, and now 45, I would say that my metabolism, which was non-existent to begin with, took yet another dive into a negative numbers Mm. where it's like, like, I just don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. You smell something. Or or our bodies are kind of almost like in this preservation mode where Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, cool, you ate the salad. I'm going to turn that into fat so (laughs) that just in case you're cold, your old dying body will survive for an hour longer. Like, And that's how my body processes food now. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not even eating donuts. I'm not eating cookies every day. I'm eating a salad. I'm not eating breakfast anymore. You eat like a bird anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm telling you, our genetics are a powerful Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And so I guess... I'm dealing with what I've got in front of me. So, and it's still hard. And so you're intermittent fasting, you're kettleballing. <laughs> so in order to try to rescue my paunch, to rescue, rescue, not rescue the paunch, but to to rescue my stomach, abs, whatever's left of myself down there after being like punctured four times. Mm. That was the part that was actually the hardest. Like for the first 
five days and then subsequent maybe two weeks, your whole inside is jarred and like really mangled. After that, it's more about your muscle walls that were like, take a pen, take one of these and shove it in four places into your abdomen. Yeah. Through the muscles. Well, it's so they've been Why wounded. They've laughing? been wounded. It's true. <laughs> no, it's just you're so. I don't think they're that violent. I don't think they're. Oh, take- it's violent. You, the stitches after. I mean, I, there's. Holes. I think we all. I, I, your healing process was very different than mine. Like I didn't have as much. Well, apparently, I'm a big baby. No, and- you're not a big baby. I just think you and I had different body shapes. Like I, I think I re- <laughs> <You> think. <laughs> I mean, it's a major surgery, though, it regardless. Is. It, is it is a major, a major surgery. surgery. Yes. Yeah, it was a major and surgery. And I didn't have that in my head ever mm-hmm. until literally I was trying to walk nine days after. My, I was trying to walk three miles only nine days after my surgery. And I started. Oh, that wasn't a good I question. started having heart palpitations. Yeah. And I almost passed out. And yeah. my, I called the doctor and I was like, what's wrong with me? And they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're doing too much. Yeah. yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'm thankful to say that I'm back to doing as many miles of walking, all the things as, as I want. And my body does feel better and I can feel mm-hmm. it. I can feel the turning happening where it's like, I'm okay. I just have to work a little bit harder. And I think this is going to alienate maybe all the people that listen who are young and still in their 20s or teens. They're like, or- wrong audience. Wrong oh, audience. No. Hold on tight. Yeah, yeah hold on tight because yeah. this is your future. It's happening. It happens to everyone. And, I, and you, at a certain age, you're in so much denial that yes. that's true, that you're like, that's, yeah. that's them. That's not going to be me. It is. It happens. We all get old and our bodies like stop working as fast. They stop being as bouncy. And so for me, the rescuing that's happening is that I did buy some more weights. I think weights are really important as we age. It helps preserve our bone density. Mm -hmm. It helps um, keep our everything more flexible where so that even when we're doing basic things like moving around the house, as we get really old, if you're continuing to do those weights, your body will be able to, like, if you fall, mm-hmm. your body will be stronger to serve. Because, you know what I mean? I'm you testament to that. Yes. Yeah, Amy just fell hit. down the stairs and mm-hmm. I've got three bruises, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no bones broken. Right. But so now I'm just, I'm on, I've created this little thing. I walk, try to walk three miles and then I do some weights with my for my arms for my abdomen mostly for that i have strong legs i never have to do anything for my legs well you're walking so good for that too yeah but my upper body is struggling a little bit and it always in our core it's all about about our core Yeah. yeah so i'm trying to do yoga specifically for that weights specifically for my arms and my core and um we have an inversion table and i actually came up i just sort of invented my own little very lightweights, but it stretches my whole abdomen out, mm. which after having surgery and healing, finally being mm-hmm. healed, it feels so good to like st- really stretch out and like pull those muscles. I think everyone should have, once you're in your 40s, everyone should have an inversion table. It's yeah, so it good for good. your back, for your neck. If you've got any problems where at the end of every day you feel creaky and cranky and yeah. like something's out of alignment. You just have like three to four minutes. You work up to it, but three to four minutes laying completely inverted and dangling hmm. is amazing. And it will save a lot, you know, it That's saves us cool. from having to go to the chiropractor and all the things. Yeah, I love that. Your natural weight. Yeah. I love that. Right. And so now I do a little bit of arms on there and it, 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 
it adds an extra pulling to my abdomen, which feels so good. And I, I actually feel it was like that whole section, if I had left it, if I kind of gave up on it, it would, I think it would just, you know, it would become, that's what my body looked like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I'm not happy with that. Like, I don't feel like myself and, mm-hmm. um, it's so good. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. That's really all I got about that. But, uh, and there's other things. I mean, we all take plexus from time to time and I'm definitely doing a a whole lineup of, like I have incorporated for the last eight years, a whole line of enzymes and probiotics and prebiotics and vitamins and collagen and uh, blood sugar stabilizers that have helped with the chronic autoimmune diseases that I fight. Mm Which are always just on the wings waiting Mm -hmm. because, I mean, psoriasis especially. If I have a bowl of ice cream, I will have a piece of psoriasis that just pops out anywhere on my body. It could be on my face. It could be on my neck. It could be on my arm. It could be on my leg. And I still have a little piece on my thigh. And that was Christmas. Mm -hmm. That was like me just enjoying something at Christmas. And Mm -hmm. I still, so months later, if it pops out, you know it's going to be a three to four month process at the minimum for that to go away. Yeah. And it's so it's so frustrating. But yeah. it's like I we're actively working and I believe um all the things that I do I see them as preventative and then maintenance, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like I guess those are sort of flipped, but like that's both. <clears throat> yeah, that's important. Right. And I am a high high risk for we have breast cancer in our family, we have heart stuff in our family, and I'm just really high risk for breast cancer for other cancers in my in my guts um and so it's like i i vigilantly mm-hmm. try to take care of my myself and vigilantly but it but it gets harder and harder as we get older and you have to become more vigilant so i think i'm in this place where i had to decide <laughs> i think we said this months ago i was like I think I have to decide what kind of an old person I'm going to be. Am I going to be a squishy, (laughs) jolly, sort of overweight old person? Or am I going to be a fit, trim, vigilant older person? You said sad older person. Oh. (laughs) About because of the food? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Chubby and jolly or fit and a little bit sad. And I was like, I think because of – that wouldn't the fit and said I was like God can overcome all the things I was like I'm already learning how to live without breakfast and be fine with it I don't even miss it anymore for months I did yeah I I would say that it takes months to get used to not eating a meal that you've eaten for your whole entire life Mm. but I had to find a way to eliminate calories every single day and I don't like counting calories and all the things and I've tried a lot of different whatevers but like the just waking up and beasting it through and then i also all three of us believe in fast intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. and just the good that it does your body so i was like i'm gonna pick that because it does so much good to just let your body have a break yeah and that really that's helped my psoriasis as well for i I mean it's it's a smaller thing that people have to deal with like a smaller number of people deal with it but it's they're out there and um Sugar is your number one enemy. It's poison to people mm-hmm. with psoriasis. And then and all the things that fall into that category, mm-hmm. like uh, stimulants, so coffee, chocolate, red mm-hmm. meat, all the things. But then, so eliminating those things entirely and then adding nourishing um, 
superfoods that you know fuel i feel like the older we get don't you feel i feel like my mindset shifted in that the older i am like i see food as fuel now you know i do enjoy it but i see it like it's literal fuel well if you think about it like that it's it's fuel but it has to be good fuel that's what i mean yeah it's not just like as kids you can like ramen noodles like that's fun that's college food where now i'm like that would literally kill me (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) or learning what to eat when and Mm -hmm. like when is it Learning to listen to your body. Yeah. Learning to listen to like what do you need? Like mm-hmm. yeah. we're in a super high protein kick right now in our house to help support Parker. Um, yeah, my boys and my husband are too because they're all they all weight lift. Yeah, and Kurt, who's never weight lifted in his life, not really, um, and does it for his neck because mm-hmm. he has a sedentary job and he has a lot of neck issues. Mm-hmm. He literally found this guy where he's like, you can either have surgery now. This is like the pay, the pivot point. Yep. <laughs> or you can become like a basically a bodybuilder <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. and build your upper mm-hmm. body to be really strong. Your arms, your neck, your back, your yep. core. And he chose that yeah. first just to see if it would help. And it's actually helped. Like he doesn't yeah. have any neck pain. It's so important. Good. So learning. But that's what I mean. So like what – what can I eat or what do I want to eat where I'm not miserable but it's the right food to eat like and so it takes a little bit more time and it's a lot more time it's a lot so that's exhausting for me but it's been helpful like to be able to like sit down um in our family what we've been doing is we're sitting down because Parker needs to eat about 500 grams of protein a day isn't that crazy? It's yeah. so much protein. Kurt has to do four hundred just yeah. to keep the keep the big muscles that he's putting on his arms. He's like, if I need to, if I want to keep this, mm-hmm. if I want to maintain crazy. it, I have to have four hundred grams of protein a day. Yeah, and that's yeah. in like, and so, but he can't. What part we're struggling, Parker, when he's at a tournament and he's wrestling over and over again and ex- using all this energy. He also can't have heavy things in his belly because mm-hmm. that will just make him want to throw up. So it's like. Hmm protein shakes and energy bites and Mm. like what and so it's changing like even last night he came home from practice and he was like okay what can I eat and we just sat there and we were staring at each other because neither of us Mm. knew what would be a good well you can always just do chicken right well I mean chicken and broccoli yeah but it gets that gets really super duper old and he wants something like he also needs a lot of carbs because he also just burnt like Mm -hmm. at a wrestling like he literally his clothes are drenched he can wring them out I think there's a reason though that bodybuilders do that or like people that are trying to get jacked in the movies like yeah the, the literally the thing they go to is rice chicken and that's and what broccoli did. yeah so he and, had eggs so yeah. he had three like he had an egg sandwich with like a little bit of cheese and he put it on like dave's wicked killer bread or sourdough yeah, yeah. or something like mm-hmm. and um with a half of an avocado and yeah. he like ate and it was like four yeah. inches high and he's like all right it's go time and he yeah. like wolfed it you know yeah. like yeah but yes it's that sounds amazing i've never been in a place where i'm like i have to eat <laughs> yeah he has to eat and he has to eat <laughs> Large, well, when we're pregnant, I guess. Large quantities, but at That's certain amazing. times. Oof. And stressy. It is. It's mm-hmm. really, and if he doesn't do it well, like one day he didn't eat well and he almost passed out. Right. Like, yeah. like he, he is exerting so much energy. So I think, and I put that same thing on me. Like, if I, I do love intermittent fasting, but I had to be so thoughtful on how I break my fast. Well, you know what's interesting is I'm reading this book by Dr. Mindy Pell's Fast Like a Girl. 
It's super interesting because mm. she talks about like we like to do we do sixteen eight we do eighteen four or we do OMAD you know and she's like actually like even if you have you guys have your histories out we still have all of our we have we have testosterone we have estrogen yes. we have progesterone and so it's kind of sciencey so it's a little thick working through it but I'm like it makes so much sense like do you have certain times. Like, I have a classic fasting window that I do, but there's certain times of the month where I'm like, I am starving. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, she breaks it down, like like a women's monthly, whether you have your, still have your cycle or not. She's like, there's there's windows of, t- in, like, she just breaks it all down. Like, these are like the, or do you ever times in the month where you're like, I could, I could fast all day today. I feel yep. so yes. strong. Yep. She's like, those are, if you're a marathon runner, try to plan your marathon around those days if you can. Like, if you know your body well, which mm-hmm. I'm learning my body, but she's like, there's certain times like she breaks the month down of this is when you would do longer fasts and you would do eat more ketogenic. And this is more when you would actually do shorter fasts and you would do more, what does she oh, call it? So fascinating. Um, eating a dip, like more, you're adding more carbs. You're adding more, more, um, what, cause that's what your body needs. And so she's like, as women, we are not, we are not cut and dry like men. And so, so learning that and learning those rhythms. Well, she's like, it's just, there's just better ways to do it where yeah. like your body might be craving, yep you know, more carbs. And so we're like, no, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm doing keto. And she's like, actually, there's certain times when you really shouldn't be doing keto. And there's certain times when you should. And there's certain times where you need more carbs. And there's certain times where you could I do have, a really long fast. That is a light bulb moment for me. Me too. I too. have been struggling with that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's certain times where I'm like, if I do get up and just have like an avocado toast, something super yep. small, but if I have that, it sets me. Yes. And there's other times where if I do fast, I get so lethargic and sleepy yes. by two o'clock that I'm actually taking a nap. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, what is going on? So it's on? so interesting. So she's like, we got we to start fasting like a girl. We can't fast like a guy. And so maybe I'll do a talk over that once I finish the book. It's kind yeah, of a lot. It. And, and then she even does like, uh-huh. these are the specific, these are the superfoods during this window. These are the superfoods mm. during this window. And so I'm like, oh my this gosh, is just, I it makes love, so much love sense. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm also, so I just, I just was thinking of that and I, I I let myself. I let myself have some grace because yes. I I noticed. Like she's like you. Your body knows. Your body yeah. knows. So it's learning, to especially it. if you're exercising. So mm-hmm. for me, I started mm-hmm. running again, and I've been super, super. Like I keep praying that someday I'll get addicted to it. It hasn't happened yet. Like I'm not addicted to it, and I've run for. I know. Years. I I've never it. had a runner's high. I ever. know. It's, uh. But I'm <laughs> really but becoming no. part of my. Uh-huh. It's definitely becoming part of my life, mm-hmm. where I go and I run at least three times a week, which yeah. is huge for me. At and the gym. Yep. On the treadmill because I'm not because I need um, I need that motivation. I am not good at running outside because I could stop at any point. Like there's yeah. no I have no internal drive whatsoever. Not if your car's back there, you can't. Yes, that is <laughs> that is one thing I keep. But like, but if I'm at my house yeah. and I run in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. I'm like I could just stop and walk at any point. I walk farther with Kurt for sure than yeah. I ever do mm-hmm. by myself. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. I need that. Like I need the the motor moving my feet that if I let if I don't if I just stop I'll fly off the end like that is really important for me so I am a dread dreadmill runner but mm-hmm. and I, and I can and I also can zone out and not have mm-hmm. to think about anything I listen to a podcast or I watch yep. a cheesy rom com and I'm like okay I gotta get through funny? the so yeah. if I get on it, I'm like everyone's looking at me oh they're not I know, they're so not no one I know, cares but. And then yeah. I've been doing lifting, and what I've noticed is the more I exercise mm-hmm. and the more I'm keeping my body going, mm-hmm. the more my body tells me what I need to eat. It's true. And I can listen to it better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It's, we're all we're so holistic. Everything's connected. Everything's connected. I find I am at my best when I'm in tune with everything spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, my yes. my my workout disciplines, my sleep disciplines. I'm so like that's why vacations are kind of hard for me because everything's that's off. My life is hard for me. <laughs> Kevin, I were like talking so much work. Well, we were like we were made so way, differently. Rich. Kevin worked from home yesterday, and we were laughing. Like I am so structured. I lo- like I just love a rhythm, and he is such a free bird. And mm-hmm. so you know, his he working from home, he's at the desk at the computer, but like he's up making a coffee. He's you know, I'm like you are dying, aren't you? Like because he's just like that's he's not made for desk work. He's just not made no. for it. And not mm-hmm. that I am, but I love structure. I do too. You know, and so you love structure, but you just said it would stress. But you. it stresses me, mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm an extremist. Like I'm still working through that. So mm-hmm. I love structure, and I am my best. So like when I'm teaching, and I pop right up mm-hmm. because I know little humans are walking through my door yeah. in two hours. Mm-hmm. I am up. I put on my Bible app. Mm-hmm. I am sweeping and yeah. vacuuming and setting up and making sure all the plugs are covered and getting dressed and mm-hmm. drinking my coffee. And I don't even think about breakfast because I'm like, go, go. Like that yeah. adrenaline high. Mm-hmm. If I don't have something in the morning, it takes me forever to even get out of bed. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I am not internally motivated. Yeah. But, I'm not like But that. structure wise, I think the thing is, and I think you just touched on it, was that you love your, like when it's your gift mix structure. Mm-hmm. It gives you it's life giving it's energy and you and you do well, it, it just it's, or at least it's, it's I for me I feel like Amy I think I probably would come around in Enneagram three ish I have a lot of those same goals but hers is internally motivated like she is intern I am externally motivated mm-hmm. like even last mm-hmm. night I wait and that might be because I have ADHD severe mm-hmm. but I <laughs> wait until. The, the last minute. The last minute, and I can feel the adrenaline and cortisol. <laughs> you wait dump. for the surge. Well, she was the actually surge. poloing me. She's yes. like, I'm, I'm still waiting for. She's yeah, like, she was asked. She was pulling both oh, of yeah. us. Yeah. She's like, I'm still waiting for that moment where I know I have to get right. up. It hasn't happened else. yet. So yeah. I'm just going to sit here for a few more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm, and then I, what other people take oh, them man. all day to do, I can do in an hour. Like, I could clean. That's like the manic side of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're and, like that too. Uh, she's more of a putterer, but I, I think. No, I guess in big product, product, like your books, what's simmered for 11 months right. in January, she crushes. January yeah, is like yeah. her crush it month for these That's things true. that have kind of simmered and stewed. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. well, I finished a book today. Of course she did. Yeah. Of course she did. <laughs> But that's what I think. It's <laughs> interesting how different mm-hmm. everyone is mm-hmm. and uh, how it affects our bodies. It yep. affects our output. It affects mm-hmm. our rest. It affects what we and think Peter we tells eat. me that and- all the time because Peter is the most disciplined exerciser ever. It's actually kind of crazy. He runs every single day. He lifts every single day. He maybe at least six days a week. He is wow. running. He is lifting. He is so strong. He is like a bull. He's a, <laughs> mm-hmm. I call him my Clydesdale. He's just this big, big guy that just is constantly moving. He could be on Avengers without a bodysuit. <laughs> yeah, he is. Thor. He is Thor. A I shorter would, uh, Thor. Well, I always tell him he's Thor under there because he does <laughs> have a nice. He's just Thor there. No, I mean he's oh. he's not as cut and but he's as strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he doesn't he's jiggle. There's no jiggling with Peter, <laughs> no but jiggling. like there's no jiggling. But he is a tank, yeah. and so but for him, he always tells me that he's like, and he's always right. Like I, 
the motivation for me to get up and go to mm-hmm. the gym is really hard mm-hmm. or get up to go walk the dogs or get up and go make good food is always hard. But when I do it, I always feel yeah. better. Yeah. I just. Isn't it funny? I, mm-hmm. I, it's, so, it's, it's a human mm-hmm. paradox to me that we can sit still knowing what we should do, that it will make us feel better, but that. Oftentimes we just won't do that. Or paralyzed thing. by it. And it's yes. very common. It's oh, my so goodness. normal. There we go being human again. <laughs> yes. But I don't understand it. It's, I actually don't. I'm like it's like psychological. Why don't we want like we want to do it? It's just the verse we quoted in the last yeah. podcast. It's like, why don't I do the things I know I should do and I don't do the things that I know that I shouldn't do? <laughs> I do, I the, do things the things I know I, I shouldn't do and I don't do the things, things I know I that I should. Oh yeah. wretched worm that I am. Yes. Right. And that's, I, but I do think that when we, I've, you know, I come from it from a different angle than you. Like I was a trained athlete. So like I was a dancer. I was that's really. something I'll never be able to say. But I was. <laughs> a trained athlete. It's not true. Really, Actually, really mm, in shape. Run a marathon, baby. Train for it. And you're a trained athlete. You walk every day. You're a trained yeah. athlete. Yeah. Fine. But uh, I, you know, so I was okay. super in shape. <laughs> like crazy good in shape. And I. So I do know what my You body, did have abs. I had abs. <laughs> and that, so it, that's been the hard I guess thing. Yes, we for, all do. There's some are just hiding. Right. And so for me, that's yeah. been the hardest thing of like having more of an open hand about that because I could become obsessive and be like, mm-hmm. I want that body back. And it was funny because when I turned 45, we were going through old pictures and there was a picture of, of me in like the height. And I was like, wowie, kazowie. But in the height, did you think you looked amazing? No. In my height, I I I could have always still done more. Um, and looking I, back, I'm like, I looked pretty good. But I can remember thinking, like, ah, I'm still not as as I would like to be. I mean, I you think know? when I was like That's when I was podcast. dancing, yeah. mm-hmm. when I was dancing forty hours a week, I knew I was strong. Like, yeah, I mean, of course, I could have always pirouetted faster right, or had right, a better turnout yeah. or all those. Like, yes, I could have. Mm-hmm. But I do think there was a moment when I kind of knew. Like, I see it. Emma, I see that in Emma. Like right now, Emma knows how strong she is and she knows what great shape she's in. And like, it's not an idol to her, but she's confident in her. Yeah. Could she be a better snowboarder? Sure. I'm sure she could flip a do better Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think she is confident and it's a beautiful thing to see. Like, I think the same thing with Parker. Like he is at peak Mm -hmm. physical Mm -hmm. physicality right now. And so... It, but that's also hard because you can't like we've already talked we've been like speaking into Parker about that like when you stop wrestling buddy you know you're probably going to gain 10 pounds like within two weeks <laughs> just because he's burning so yeah, many calories yeah. every day he's so um methodical about how he eats ice. that was ice mm-hmm. and um and that is just something you can't you can't maintain that forever. Right. Like even, but I think stars. that in our in our forties though, that's where I think the beauty comes in. At right. least for me, I think like in my forties, I've simmered in the that's sense of I like th- yeah. I'm like okay, like I used to be go big or go home. I used to be I'm gonna run a hundred miles a month. I used to be if I go out, it's gonna be at least six miles or it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, where I've settled this year in particular is like oh, I want to tell you guys about this app I found. I love it because I like to check things off. It's free. It's called Habit. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, Ooh. and so I like free. It's I have free. Yeah, so them. it's free. It's called Habit, and you can list five habits for free. 
If you want any more than five, you get to pay a little monthly fee. And so mm. I heard somebody talking about it. And so since January 1st, um, I've set like five daily habits that I want to do for myself and they're realistic. Yeah. Okay. Because mm. I, I'm. What are yours? What are yours? Tell I'll me. I'll tell you. But so like, like, cause I can't check it if I didn't do it. Right. Okay, like that's called cheating. Habit it's called habit. It's, it's pink. It's got a pink circle with a check. Yeah. Okay. okay? So you can create right your five habits. So at the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, what are five areas that I just want to be intentional about mm. and getting better at? And so mm-hmm. one of them is exercise, but it's, it's 30 minutes of exercise a day. And so it can look like whatever it wants to look like. So today I, I literally, I walked one mile on the treadmill at a steep incline and I did 20 minutes of weights. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's my exercise for the day. And I'm very content with that. I'm quite happy with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it would have been run six miles a day. Right. And now I'm like, well, realist, and I'm going to give myself one rest day. And I'm going to check the box. I'm going to write – and you can do a little memo. And so um, – and so in my memo, I wrote what I did for my memo. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so that's one of them. That's but good. so what I'm saying, like in my 40s, I've come from mm-hmm. go big or go home yes. or, well, my New Year's resolution is 100 miles. I didn't do it, so I quit. To right. like I'm going to move my body. I'm going to do mm-hmm. something yeah. 30 minutes a day. Yes. I love that. That's my first one. And my second one is um, – okay. But I do um, – when I brew my coffee every morning, I, I race the I Keurig. Saw you're the yeah, wheels. so I do a hundred crunches a day, like crunches, not full sit ups, but just while my coffee's brewing, mm-hmm. I race the Keurig, and so that's like that's like a little something where I'm like every day too. So it's like three minutes, takes three minutes, mm-hmm. but I'm like that's just something that I want to be able to check off every day mm-hmm. and to say that I did it. Um, my third one is I want to drink uh, eighty ounces of water a day. So I'm a pathetic water drinker if I don't drink water. And I read an article that when you wake up in the morning, your brain is dehydrated. And so what we should do I immediately is drink. Yes. <laughs> like drink 12 to 20 ounces of water when we first on our feet yes. first hit the floor. Famous people say that all the time. Yeah. That's the first thing they do is drink a big glass of water. Yeah, sometimes with a squeeze of lemon or cider yeah. vinegar, mm-hmm. Bragg's vinegar. And so my third my third habit is I'm going to drink two of these every day. And I'm going to do it every single day. And so <laughs> because I have to check it off, I'm doing it. My I husband would tell it. you I am the most hydrated you're person. so hydrated I, you always have a beverage i i drink so much you water do. and i actually feel thirsty all the time do you and i pee all the time i don't know if you should like, feel thirsty that's a little weird you should check i that mean out. i feel i don't feel parched i just i want like you I'm want water yeah that's water. so good i, I love that water i love that yeah my okay. third thing is i want to read I want to learn, right? I love to learn. So I want to read 10 pages of some book every day or listen to a podcast on top of my devotion. So just mm-hmm. 10 pages. So on the actually walking yesterday, the treadmill, I almost fell. Walking, I, re- I did my reading on the treadmill yesterday while I was walking. Kevin's like, what are you doing? I was Trying like, to well, kill those birds with one yeah, stone. Yeah. So yeah. 10 pages or, or a podcast that's going to grow me. Yeah. And then the fifth thing is work-related. I want to do um, minimum one hour of plexus every day. It's so good. And so, but Great. it's a little, and you can check it off. And it can tell you, it can tell you like if you have a little streak, but it's things that I'm like, I could do all of these things every single day because they're not hardcore. Yeah. And they're not super time consuming. They're not super time consuming. Or did you do intuitive? Sorry. I'm actually done. You could do simple or intuitive. I think I did simple. You're trying to sign up and do your things right now on the podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So you guys should do it and then tell me what five things you pick. Okay, I will. Okay. Can we, can we be I friends? I do love that. Oh, I think we can be friends. I, oh, that's I don't know how to cool. do it. Yes, it's so fun. I don't know how to do that. Hang on. It's always nice to have a tap up the ad button to invite a friend. Oop! Okay. Aww, amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so just that's a fun little. That is. That's great. And That's a great idea. This we're not the National Quitters Day was a couple January days ago. January 17th. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we are not part of the statistics. No, 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 we're not. And And I do think what I wanted to say, like, I do think like there is an amount of grace. So speaking to those 20 year olds that are like, like my kids who are like fit and fab, enjoy (laughs) it. I go to the gym for four hours today. Love it. Love it. Yes. It is a beautiful part of your story. And then also release it. Like it was very hard for me. Yeah. And this sounds arrogant and I don't mean it that way, but when I didn't have abs for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, because I had, I always had, I could do a hundred sit-ups. It's easier if you just never have them, actually. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but like, I don't think I will ever have abs like I had before. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard for me. That was like mm-hmm. a really something that I had to sit with and realize it was an idol in my life. Mm-hmm. That I, before, even in my 30s, after having babies, I did two months of doing 100 sit-ups every day and it was back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm going to be that way. No, I know. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. That, and that's something like... Skip dessert and lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Boom. Like, yeah. I, that <laughs> yeah. is not my that life anymore. That ship has sailed. Those yeah. were the days. <laughs> but I want to mm-hmm. like say that if that's something that you're struggling with, like I don't want to go to the other extreme either. No. Like, Oh, for sure. That's not even what this is about at no, all. This yeah, yeah. Was, Enjoy the season you're in. <laughs> but to recover my body, like... I still need to do weight-bearing exercises. I still need to move my body every day, even though the results are not going to be the same. what I looked like when yeah. I was 20. Yeah, it's not so to be bikini-ready this so, summer. So, <laughs> that's that's a very reason. good point. But yeah. I want to make that yeah. point because mm-hmm. I don't want somebody yeah. who's in their 40s being like, all right, I'm ready to do this. I want to recover my body and then start striving and being like, so when am I going to look 20 again? Or what? And that was Sorry, something honey. that I personally... <laughs> Personally, as yeah. someone who had been a great athlete, who lives in a household with athletes who have stunning little muscles, to be like, that is, this is a season, and using my wisdom to speak into my children. Yeah. Of, you look great. This is amazing. Cherish don't let this it be time, an idol, though. But don't let this yes, be an absolutely. idol. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is this is not who you are. This mm-hmm. is the this is a season in your life, and be a good steward of your body. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the ultimate point. Yeah. I think is mm-hmm. like stewarding our bodies, and yeah. then if you go through a surgery or if you go through a season where you you haven't been doing that for so long that your body is now suffering in some way from it, there's there's always the chance that you can pivot. Mm-hmm. And make those changes redeem <laughs> and redeem it and get it back and fight for, I think just for me, it's about fighting for my health and mm-hmm. fighting for my mental health and fighting and all of those things are connected mm-hmm. and seeing our bodies grow older and change is hard and it's, it's, it's so a mental hard. game as well and to, you know, to surrender mm-hmm. the change that is inevitable and make peace with it but also fight for what you can fight for mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm at yeah, where I'm like good. I'm gonna fight for what I can and even if it's not gonna turn out the way that I imagine or the way that this other like comparison mm-hmm. is not a good place to be inspiration is good yeah. I think mm-hmm. we can try to find that's why I was like I found this one girl I was like she looks like she has my body type and I think that this is something that's inspiring but I know I'm never gonna be all of that it's just that she's got these good ideas and mm-hmm. I'm gonna glean from yeah. that I think gleaning these gleaning good ideas and if they're applicable to you personally which is like you've got you know your body right you're the only one that does mm-hmm. so besides the Lord but it's like you know your body and if you think I need to I need to like level up in this area in order to kind of rescue 
my body in, yes. or, or maintain or be proactive so that as I'm aging into my 50s, 60s, 70s, I've already set up these good habits mm-hmm. that, that are going to take care of me longer and make mm-hmm. it easier. And the biggest thing is to never stop moving, to yeah, always so make true. yourself... I see little men walking down the road in, in my town. I mean, they're walking not super fast, but they're clearly out for an exercise walk. And I'm always just like, you go, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. Yes. And that inspires me. Yes. It, it is important. Yeah. Peter's mom was like that. She's always done little exercises like on PBS. They used to have like like electric workout and she would do it every day. Yeah. And she is so strong for, mm-hmm. she is yeah. almost 80 and she is so strong. And that, Kevin's mom walks 45 minutes a day and, and in the wintertime, she laps inside her house yep. and she sets the timer, talks on the phone with her bestie and laps her house. Yep. And I'm like, that's, and she barks it on the calendar every single day. Yep. And it's wow. to keep, I know, it's amazing. In the house? In the house. She does, she loops her house. 45 minutes. Fast or just kind of looping the She's house. pretty good. She's pretty good pace. And she, or she might break it up into two different times a day, but she makes sure it's 45 minutes. That is good wild. for her. I know. I would bonk my head against, fork my eyeballs, lap in my house for 45 minutes. I know somebody minutes. who does that in their basement. Yeah. They just walk in circles in their That's basement. She does. She goes, and goes down the stairs. <laughs> I'm trying to picture myself walking in my basement, which is from the 1700s, and the <laughs> ceilings are like four feet tall. Like, <laughs> Army crawling. Army crawling. <laughs> work your abs. 2,000 <laughs> laps later, we hit it. <laughs> now I need neck surgery. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end. Uh, <laughs> next surgery. Uh, oh, be well, is. everybody, and never stop moving. <laughs> Bye. Hello. Hello.